You are listening to episode number 11 of the Mind Body Academy podcast with Sarah Rose. This isn't an NBA. This is the NBA. This is the place for you to get coached and make health and happiness the business of how you get ahead in life. You get coached. Coached. This is the startup of you. You get coached. And now, your coach, Sarah Rose. Hello, hello, my friends. How are you? So good to be here with you again. It's another day to have a good day. And I'm super stoked for this episode because it's going to be a little different. Before taking a deep dive into the nature of the craving mind on an upcoming podcast episode, I wanted to give you the direct experience of being with a craving long enough to understand what it actually is. It's so much more powerful than me telling you. And you'll have the opportunity then to build skill around processing them all the way through. Most of the time, we distract away from our urges. We try to resist them or we cave into them. So even though we may feel like we're experiencing cravings all of the time (laughs) for food, Netflix, Facebook, sex, all of it, most of us aren't practiced experiencing our cravings because we go straight into the reaction or the distraction. The distinction between a reaction distraction and the actual experience can be a little fuzzy in most people's minds. I know it was for me. So it's helpful to understand the wave-like nature of cravings. And I want to tell you a little bit about that through a story I heard a while back. So I was listening to Kelly Slater amazing amazing surfer i mean this guy won the world surf league's men's title a record 11 times which is wild like really crazy anyway he was talking about this time where his body was really wearing down on him during a heat so he's in this competition and he's losing and his body was kind of giving out on him but there was still two minutes left in the heat which is not a lot of time to catch another wave. And he found himself locked into this paddle battle with this other guy. So the way that it works is whoever gets in front of the other guy gets priority on the wave. And these guys are really going for it. They're paddling hard, head to head. And then for this half second, Slater feels the other guy make that snap judgment that he's the one who's going to get it. And Slater senses then just paddles harder, 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 harder. And the other guy gave up and Slater got it. It ended up being a record-winning wave. And I know we've all kind of witnessed that moment in sports, right? Where we can kind of freeze the frame and just from the look in the competitor's eyes, we can know whether the game right then there will be won or lost. So... Physically, Slater had felt like he was at capacity. He didn't have it in him. So the real shift there was what he was able to surf mentally. 
the way he described the shift is really what I want you to get out of all of this. He was just like, it was just that choice. I don't care. I'm going to get out there for 30 seconds with my lungs burning, whatever. So it's that choice. It's like that with cravings. You've got to be all in for them. You've got to embrace their temporary discomfort. If you're resisting that it's hard to get up on that wave when it comes, that it's uncomfortable to go after what you want, it takes so much more effort. Think about it. Like you're striving and struggling and giving up every time you're about to make it. You're always paddle, paddle, paddling for that wave and quitting right when you're about to get up and feel that rush of being in command of the ocean. When you live like that and you're always giving into cravings or trying to avoid them altogether, you have to push against the truth of who you are day in and day out. Just think of the mental drain that creates to not be living up to what you believe yourself to be capable of over and over again. You're just kind of bobbing around (laughs) and drifting about in an infinite sea of possibilities and you can sense that and know that but then feel at a loss as to how to claim any of that for yourself. So you can fight the craving, you can fight against it, or you can fight for who you are. That's the choice. And when I say fight for who you are, it's counterintuitive, but the way that we do that is by relaxing into who we are. So the waves of experience roll in and build and build, and then we we learn to relax into them. So what I want to offer today is a guided practice for surfing cravings. Part of becoming an everyday mental athlete is being able to watch your mind think, to watch your brain. (laughs) It's not something most of us are trained to do. Most of us don't spend a lot of time thinking about thinking, but it's the difference between living at the effect of your mind and living as the force behind your mind. Cravings arise in the mind and are known in the body, so we can actively diffuse them by learning to observe the waves of emotion and sensation that crest, ripple out, and dissolve across the shores of our consciousness just like a surfer learns to read the ocean and anticipate the waves and even look forward to them. Yes, that's right. You can even look forward to the cravings. Why? Because those are your opportunities to powerfully affirm to yourself who you are. Those are the moments when it counts. That's where your life is getting shaped. You're letting go and leaning out, right? You're flexing some serious mental muscle. So I'll invite you now to find a comfortable place where you can sit on a chair or on the floor or simply lay down. Close your eyes and intend to relax. Inhaling through your nose exhaling out your mouth dissolving the tensions from the top of your head all the way down to your toes 
feeling the muscles of your body relax one by one. Feeling warm, tingling sensations cascade down from the top of your head. Maybe becoming aware of the sensation pooling in your extremities, your fingers, your toes. Relaxing with the breath. Gently sealing your lips. Breathing naturally through the nose. Slowing down. Lengthening your breath. Feeling more and more relaxed. Breathing peace into your body. Noticing the steady inflow and outflow of the breath. Noticing the soft edges of each cycle of the breath. The inhale pause the exhale pause just watching the breath unfold without any effort to change it relaxing with the breath Gently start to notice a craving you've had. Maybe to eat something. Maybe to check your phone or inbox. Maybe to scratch an itch. Maybe to move. Bringing that experience to mind so you can feel what it's like to be living in your body with a craving. Welcoming it as a part of the meditation experience without any effort to fix or change or get rid of it. Simply bring your kind attention to the wave-like experience of craving in the body. Becoming aware of the inside of the mouth Noticing the sensation of craving from the inside of the mouth. If there's any salivating, any tensing in the jaw, the tongue. Just noticing. Bringing the awareness to the corner of the eyes. Sensing if there's any intensity 
that the craving might have sparked there. Softening at the edge of the eyes. Softening across the temple to the back of the head. Circulating your attention with the slow spiral of every cycle of breath. Drawing the attention down to the back of the heart, to the front of your heart. Wrapping the region of your heart, your chest, in your awareness. Allowing the awareness to continue to descend to the belly. Aware of the body being breathed at the belly. Breathing in, aware that you are filling with breath. Breathing out, aware that you are emptying of breath. Filling and emptying. You might scan through the body some sensing into the epicenter of the craving. You might see if you can locate the place that you feel the craving the strongest. Taking a few slow cycles of breath into the center of that. Noticing its rise, its fall. Noticing its pull and softening into its current. Relaxing with the awareness. Waves of sensation like rolling waves across the surface of your body, the surface of your mind, slowly extinguishing themselves with every round of breath. Allowing each wave to rise as big as it wants until it washes out Noticing how the waves of craving manifest in the mind. Maybe the craving carries the mind away. There might be some undercurrent of thoughts and images, some mental commentary. And just allowing the attention to 
resurface moment to moment, inviting yourself back into this moment, staying with the breath. Letting it be your anchor, your tether, back to this present moment. Noticing this interplay of breath and sensation, how it builds and builds and builds and then dissipates. Directing the breath into the pockets of the body where the craving lodges itself. The chest, the solar plexus, the belly, the gut, the pelvis. Breathing space into those pockets of the body. Breathing waves of relaxation, letting go of any holding with the breath. And taking these final moments to stay with the breath in silence, bringing the quiet hush of your breath to the tug of any urge that appears that's urging, urging, urging until it quiets. And as we close, relax the body deeper still with gentle sweeps of your awareness across your body. Becoming more and more acutely aware of the state of the body now. Taking a few deeper, fuller breaths to come back into the body, back into the space where you are. Letting your eyes open slowly. Beautiful. I want this practice to be a resource for you, something you're able to come back to to understand what's really going on when you experience an urge. Continuing to cultivate the awareness that cravings are simply vibrations and sensations in the body. 
We do not ever need to comply with an urge. Just like when we meditate, there is nothing we have to do but breathe. And eventually, the urge will stop urging and crash back into nothingness. Which makes me think of the story of the wave from Mitch Albom's Tuesday with Maury. Beautiful book. And I pulled the passage so I could read it to you. It goes like this. This is a story about a little wave bobbing along in the ocean, having a grand old time. (laughs) He's enjoying the wind and the fresh air until he notices the other waves in front of him crashing against the shore. My God, this is terrible, the wave says. Look what's going to happen to me. Then along comes another wave. It sees the first wave, looking grim, and it says to him, Why do you look so sad? The first wave says, You don't understand. We're all going to crash. All of us waves are going to be nothing. Isn't it terrible? The second wave says, No, you don't understand. You're not a wave. You're part of the ocean. Part of the ocean, he says. Part of the ocean. Cravings feel so all or nothing that they obscure the choices we have to experience ourselves as everything or nothing. One of my favorite quotes goes, Wisdom tells me I'm nothing. Love tells me I am everything. And between the two, my life flows. So cravings are a natural part of human existence. And they allow us to ebb and flow between everything. Exactly who we know we are in the deepest parts of our being. And nothing. This kind of estrangement or feeling like we're not fully who we're capable of being. And when we can bear witness to that, we have all our power to decide. That is our greatest freedom. We simply have to shore up the courage to get up and surf the waves, to feel ourselves a part of the ocean, to rise with them rather than duck dive under them or be pulled away by their tide. As the saying goes, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. All right, my friends, a big mahalo. Hang loose and get out there and ride some waves. Thanks for being an awesome listener of the Mind Body Academy podcast. If you're ready to redefine success to include health and happiness and live into a body you capital L-O-V-E, then you need to join me in Think Yourself Slim. It's my one-on-one coaching program where you'll get the coaching you need to become a weight loss success story. Step into the vision that you have for your life over at mindbody.academy. Let's start a transformation today.